sales and presentation podcast, helping you win more sales and deliver awesome presentations. And now, here is your host, Trevor Lee. Hello, hello, and thank you so much for joining me for the sales and presentation podcast brought to you by trevorleemedia.co.uk. I'm your host, Trevor Lee, and this is the podcast for businesses and individuals who want ideas to help grow their sales and to become confident and effective presenters and speakers. In today's show, I'm going to share with you some thoughts and ideas about practice. (laughs) Yes, indeed. Practicing, particularly when you've got a presentation, a pitch, or a speech to deliver. So, Let's dive into this episode and let's think about and talk about practicing. The more I practice, the luckier I get. Those are very famous words in the sporting arena. And they were delivered by the South African golfer Gary Player. Gary Player won nine major golf titles in the 1960s and 70s, including three British Opens and three Masters. It would be hard to imagine a sportsperson who doesn't practice. So why, when it comes to business presentations, do so few people take practice seriously? Whether you're presenting at a conference or doing your one-minute round-the-table introduction at a local business event, you've got the chance to attract new customers, raise your profile, share your expertise, create interest in you and your product or service. So why waste that opportunity by not practicing? Why just think that turning up on the day and winging it, even if it's just for a minute, is good enough? Well, I don't think it is. It really isn't. So what are we going to look at in this, in this podcast today? I'm going to share with you some thoughts and ideas about why practicing is a good idea and also how to practice. Because (laughs) I'm sure if you Google how to practice your presentation, you'll get all sorts of things like stand in front of the mirror, video yourself, practice while you're in the shower or the bath. Now, I'm sure they've all got uh, places to practice. They won't be the ones that I'm necessarily going to advocate. So um, here's uh, I'm going to share with you my practice routine. So coming up in a second, here's my practice routine. So I will usually start my practice by making some notes. I'll write down some single words that confirm the purpose of my presentation or speech. They will also consider what the audience are expecting from me and what I want the outcome to be. So, you know, practice starts with preparing the the presentation or speech uh, or the one minute round the table right in the first place. So once I've mapped these out, I will start to speak my way through the notes just to get a feel for how the flow is working. And like 100-meter sprinters or Grand Prix racing drivers, I will probably spend more time practicing the start than any other part of the presentation or speech. And I'll tell you, uh, we'll talk a little bit more about the start later on in this podcast. But once I've practiced and I'm feeling happy with the start, then I tend to switch my attention to the finish. And I'm sure you will notice that uh, if, you've, if you go to business events, you will undoubtedly notice that a lot of speakers and presenters have a tendency 
certainly those who don't speak or present on a regular basis to just stop rather than actually have a considered finish. So why do they stop? Well, often because they've run out of time. Um, and they're receiving signals from the organiser. You know, they're pushing their hand across their throat, that one. Time's up. Come on, you need to finish. You need to get off the stage. Um, and that's a real shame because uh, I think the you know the final bit of your presentation, uh, what I might call the summary or finish, is the most important bit because it is the last thing your audience hears. So you know they they could be making their decision about whether to engage you based on what you hear what they hear at the end. And I always think you know a rousing finish to your presentation will go a long long way. And even if the audience weren't you know interacting with you or really switched on to the middle part of your presentation. Get a really good finish, and uh, that will that will create interest and memorability and all the other things that you want you want people to do. So you know it's it's really important that you find you make sure you get a good good finish. So let's let's think how that could work. So let's imagine you've got a ten minute speaking slot. So let's let's think about how you're going to practice this to make sure you get your finish. So I think ten minutes. Then I would probably be looking at uh, my opening introduction taking around about a minute. And my finish also taking around about a minute. So I've now got eight minutes left in the middle for the for the core of my presentation. But for practice purposes, I don't think I want eight minutes. I don't think you should have eight minutes. My tip is always to practice delivering in eighty percent of the time that you've been allocated. So eighty percent means that you're going to have that eight minutes in the middle is going to be around about six and a half minutes of actual running time. One of the things that so running on time is really, really important in any presentations because audiences don't like it when you run over, organisers don't like it when you run over, and the other speakers certainly don't like it. You know, I've, I've, you know, I have followed a couple of people in the past who've run over their time, and it is so annoying because it really puts pressure on you. So my top tip on that is if you are speaking at an event. Then try and be the first speaker because then no one else is going to run over on time and ruin yours. Um, there's a great uh, there's a great book I would recommend to you. It was recommended to a, by a great friend of mine, Grant Timms. He's a lecturer at, uh, at University of uh, of Northampton, a marketing senior marketing lecturer. And Grant recommended a book by a guy called David Nihill, and the book is called Do You Talk Funny. And David Nihill's story is that he wanted to be a great presenter, so he took a year out to learn how to be a comedian, thinking that that would really help him. And of course, it did. And um, he refers in his book to what's known on the comedy circuit as running the clock. And essentially, that's the need to run on time. Because if you are, you know, you're allocated seven minutes for your slot at a comedy club, and you go over your time, there's a very good chance you won't be invited back. So those guys are really under pressure. But you know, it's amazing, isn't it? Most business presenters I see in action, particularly at local events, seem to have a total disregard for the time slot they've been allocated. It's just incredible. I remember um, going to an event, um, or oh, about three years ago now, where you know one of these one of these events where a lot of people get three minutes. You know, business breakfast. There was one lady really well known in the business community, and I time I timed them all, <laughs> and. Um, she took eight minutes, eight minutes, and she was, you know, she was a she was a regular speaker, and I knew her, and I said to her afterwards, how how long did that take, do you think then? And she said, well, in the car on the way here, it was two and a half minutes, and she was absolutely amazed when I told her it was eight, but <laughs> that's what happens. 
That's what happens if you don't practice and you don't time it properly. And then, of course, you know, it really can be uh, really quite annoying for everybody else because, you know, people rarely complain if you finish under time, but they will if you run over. Now, when you do practice your presentation, um, one of the things you need to do is you need to deliver it in the same way you would on the day. So, you know, if you're going to be standing up doing your presentation, which most people are, then don't practice delivering it sitting down in your chair in your office because that, you know, that's not going to help you, you know, get that feel for what it's going to be like. If you're going to use hand gestures, if you're going to move around when you're presenting, then that's what you need to do when you practice. And if you're going to use your voice in different ways, you know, a bit bit of tempo, a, a pause a bit of raising the volume to get a point over, <laughs> all those sort of things. Um, speaking a little bit faster when you really need to, um, all those things. Then you need to do that when you practice it. And again, I think this is where a lot of people, you know, they practice just, they, they just don't treat it seriously enough. Yeah, so, you know, practice as though you are there delivering your presentation. And um, if you if you're going to use postcard notes, and you know I, I'm a big fan of those because they're quite discreet. You know, you can it gives you some for me. It gives me something to hold in one of my hands, and it gives me just a few bullet words on those notes, just in case you know I forget where I am at any point. So it's a bit of a safety net. Um, but do you know use those in practice as well? Um, but whatever you do, don't use A4 notes when you either present or practice. Gosh, you know, and it's amazing, isn't it? You know, how many have you seen somebody turn up with A4 notes uh, to do a presentation? Well, what does what does it make you think? Well, I tell you what, it makes me think. It thinks I think two things. One is they simply haven't prepared, so they've got a script and they're going to have to read from it. Um, which you know, um, I'm thinking, well, I've given you my time to come and listen to you, and you can't be asked to you know do enough preparation that you don't need all these words to to read from. And secondly, I also begin to doubt whether they actually know their subject because if they've got to re- they've got to read all those words, do they actually know what they're talking about? Which is um, not going to be helpful and will probably put me off thinking about doing business with them as well. I think the other thing, of course, is when you are practicing, practice a plan B. Now, plan B usually kicks in when something happens with equipment. Uh, because the vast majority of presenters use slides and a bit of video, maybe, and sometimes a bit of audio, and it does, it does, it does sometimes, you know, fail to work. So I've seen local presentations where the video won't play, or a presentation using PDF stop moving, and the presenters really don't need to, really have no idea what to do next. They've never considered that it might not work. So in practice, have a plan B. You know, chances are you won't need to use it, but if it does happen, you can fall back on it. So what's gonna, what are you going to do? How are you going to continue on to present if all, all, all else fails, if everything fails? There we go. So, let's, uh, so where and how can you practice? Well, I think one option for practicing your presentation is simply when you're out and about. You take your dog for a walk. Um, you might be walking to the bus or the train or going for a run or waiting to meet someone. You know, nowadays the streets are full of people talking to themselves, aren't they? And, uh, yeah, so you can do that. You can walk through your local high street practicing your presentation out loud. Well, not too loud, as though you're on the phone to somebody, which is what most people, when they look as though they're talking to themselves, seemingly are. And uh, and that's what I do. I, you know, I simply imagine I'm relaying my presentational speech over the phone, because you know we're we're not trying to practice this, ladies and gentlemen. So you know it word for word, 
but we're just practicing it enough as as I read somewhere the word somebody said practice it enough so you don't mess it up so um, if I'm out for a run you know which is not as often as it should be these days then you know I find that practicing a presentation or a speech is a, is a great way of distracting myself from the time the run is taking so I've got that 10 minute presentation I deliver it while I'm out on a run and suddenly 10 minutes of the run has disappeared and I'm not there thinking god this is hard work and <laughs> and I'm breathing too heavily to speak so that could practice as well on that basis um, also practice by you know going practice you know speaking and presenting at a local business event you know, um, here I am, I'm, I'm delivering this from Cornwall in the UK, and there's tons of local uh, business events going on, and they're all looking for interesting speakers, you know, people who've got 10 minutes or so just to deliver a presentation. So get yourself out there, get yourself known, and, um, and, and do, use it for practice. It's a brilliant opportunity. Um, be aware, though, that a lot of these small events, they don't, they're not set up for screens and slides and all that stuff. Um, but that's good, because I think you can go along and you can just speak and maybe use the the odd prop and things like that. So there we go. Let's uh, let's let's round up this podcast, ladies and gentlemen. I hope that's uh, been giving you a few ideas. Let's round up with a quick summary of all the things that you can actually do to try and practice your presentation. So to practice your presentation, first of all, do practice. <laughs> That's the number one rule. Um, but as I say, don't practice so much that you feel as though you're sounding scripted. Okay, you need some improvisation in there. Main reason for practicing is to make sure you deliver on time. Okay, practice eighty. Practice delivering your presentation in eighty percent of the time allocated. You will be in great favour with the audience and the organisers and the other speakers if you deliver on time because most people won't. If you're worried about all the other people not delivering on time, then get yourself on the first slot on the agenda. Work on the start and the finish. Those first 30 seconds, really, really important. And we'll, we'll, we'll do a separate podcast, actually, about how to deliver the first 30 seconds of your presentation. Because it is really important. You need to get off to that flying start. So, you know, think about practicing that a lot. Practice the finish as well. If you practice the finish, you won't forget to do it. You'll remember how important it is. You can leave out stuff in the middle. If you, if you realize you're running over on time, drop some of the stuff in the middle. You know, just it, No one will realize you've left it out, only you. But you need to make sure you deliver that finish. So there we go. So practice sufficiently enough to make sure that you don't mess things up. Okay, But you don't want to sound scripted. And when you are practicing, you know, try and get a try and practice in the same environment. So if you're going to be standing up, moving around, using your voice, do that as well. Most people deliver poor presentations or speeches simply because they haven't prepared or practiced enough. As David Nihill said, you have to practice. Practice breeds consistency, good habits and success. It's something that every comedian, performer and athlete knows. And I think I would add to that that every business presenter knows as well. So no excuse, ladies and gentlemen, for not practicing and not delivering a really good presentation. So that's it. I hope you found the tips and ideas in this podcast useful. Um, we will upload all the show notes to the uh, podcast area on trevorleemedia.co.uk so you can check those out. So, um, And if you are new to the podcast, then do hit the subscribe button. And if you're a regular listener, it would be great if you could leave a review. That would be that would be truly awesome to leave a review for me. So thank you very much if you do that. 
So there we go. As I say, that's the end of another podcast. I'm your host, Trevor Lee, and I'll be back next week with another episode of the Sales and Presentation Podcast. If you would like to appear on the show or sharing a tip or an idea for sales or presenting that works for you, so drop me a line at podcast at trevorleemedia.co.uk and uh, I'll get you on the show and we'll do an audio recording uh, of your top tip uh, for both presenting or sales and feature it on the show. So how about that? That'll be great fun. So there we go. Um, So until the next episode next week, um, I hope that you make the most of the sales and presenting opportunities that come your way. The Sales and Presentation Podcast is a production of Trevor Lee Media.